0: the ultimate
1: deck podcast need a show about outdoor living this is where it's at with your host shane chapman and wayla brent thank you for tuning in now let the show begin the ultimate deck podcast let's go welcome to episode 195 Uh, happy friday buddy happy friday we made it can you have a
2: happy tuesday
1: you could. You could have a happy any day, couldn't you? Why did you have a happy Tuesday? No, nope, I just like
2: like it seems like lots of people just say happy Friday but only on Friday.
1: Is Friday always the best day of the week? Nope. No. <laughs> I know, right? Lots of bad things can happen on a Friday. Why Typically. why does Friday make make it any better? Would you rather have something bad happen to you on a Friday or a Monday?
3: Monday. Monday. Yeah. Send you a refresh for the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'd rather have it happen on Monday because then you have all week to deal with it. Yeah. If it happens on Friday, then you get stew. Ruins the weekend. I agree. Totally it, agree. I, it it ruins it in either like it weighs on you until Monday when you can deal with it. Yep. Or you actually end up having to deal with it and it takes away from your weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if you decide, "Well, oh, that's too big of a problem. I have to fix this on Saturday."
1: Oh yeah. Then you worked Six days that week, right? So and then if it you can't do it till Monday, and then you just sit there thinking about sure how you're gonna like have to do it. Half enjoying the weekend,
2: right? The whole like, time mm-hmm. you have this like dark rain cloud following mm-hmm. you. Around.
1: So I pick Monday. I pick Monday too. I'd
3: say You've yeah. convinced me. It's Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say like Thursday is probably like the best day of the week. So Thursday like,
1: is the best day of the week.
3: I think so. Like, do you day. have
1: a favorite day? Of the, oh, working. You yeah. have a favorite day of the week?
3: Because then you know, like tomorrow's Friday, yeah. and it's like. Only one more day And then the weekend
1: They all really blend together for me The only thing I The only day I don't Don't do anything on Is Sunday typically
2: Yeah I was like I was going to say My favorite day might be Sunday Because I usually Will not do anything
1: on Sunday Yeah
3: I feel like Sunday is the worst
1: But then it's like cleaning And
3: Cause it's yeah, like,
1: then, then it's all yeah. the stuff You can't do When you're not working
3: <laughs> Yeah Because Sunday is like You know you're doing to work the next day Yeah so It's like you can't really do anything
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh well Well no, okay. I don't have a favorite day I don't have a favorite day either They're we- all pretty good Wednesday's pretty good though
2: Anytime I get to golf is a good day And that would most often be on Wednesdays
1: mm. Do you think it's better to have a scheduled week then? Like the same things happen all the time? No
2: But that's not my personality I don't like that at all Okay Like some people work really well with that They just like routine and schedules And
1: mm-hmm. Are you sure? Maybe you'd me. like
2: it No I've, I can't Nope Nope I <laughs> Even the idea of truly even <laughs> thinking of that is like,
1: makes me uncomfortable. Okay. Let's get into some fun stuff. We argued Man, last week, by the way, stuff. we argued last week and I had quite a few comments about, um, the talent and luck thing. Yeah. And nobody seems to agree with me. <laughs> so you may have convinced me
2: on luck. Yeah. You may have. Yeah. Because you, because you're right luck is something that like it's just a description it's, it's not a it's the aftermath of yeah. it yeah and so uh it's a descriptor yeah. you've described the outcome of something
1: yeah you're not like you can't influence luck in any way yeah really right mm-hmm. but oh i know what i had for an argument though oh okay speaking of luck so <laughs> we're gonna get back into it well just for a little wee bit <laughs> just so people okay. know
2: what if you're in a plane and the plane crashes and you and you live? And so I thought about this because you were saying that it was like well if you win the lottery there's just a statistical chance. Mhm. Right? And it's not luck. It, like you don't having the winning number isn't luck. It was lucky that you won.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I agree.
2: And so then for some reason I was thinking about crashing like a plane crashing to the ground and that if you sense. if you live through that Did you, like... Would you say, like... Were you lucky? Were you a person that had luck? Because statistically...
1: Yeah. Everyone had the same chance of living. But maybe
2: they they didn't, because almost for sure there are more... There are certain seats that almost certainly cause death and some that don't.
3: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, if the person beside you dies and you live, would you call that lucky?
1: Mm.
2: And then you pick... You picked your seat...
1: Adam, i think you is. can like scientifically explain away luck sure right and that's where that's why luck doesn't exist right it's the outcome. you can scientifically explain it away because like say you're sitting next to the guy who's sit, sitting next to the engine that's going to explode he still has a chance that he might not die yep and this you might true. die because the shrapnel might fly through the window and he might yeah. cough and then and then you die leaned forward <laughs> and then yeah
2: mm-hmm. you never know
1: so okay okay here we go. I'm ready. I, I looked up some hard would you rather questions. Yeah, excellent. These Kay. are always good. Okay.
2: Because I put no thought into stuff like this. I just
1: answer. Right. <laughs> would you rather have no taste okay. or be colorblind? Colorblind. I agree 100%. I would rather be colorblind. Yeah. Why? Um, because I don't
2: think it would matter to me as much if I could see color or not. But because you... So you would still be able to see, you just wouldn't be able to see in detail. You wouldn't be
1: able to experience color,
2: but that's okay. I think I'd, because yeah. you could still see everything. I'd,
3: mm-hmm. I'd argue that taste is more like experiential. Important. Yeah, experiential than.
2: Yeah, because what you like what you've described is something that's like completely gone versus something that's partially gone, and I would always take the partially gone.
1: Well, in March I had COVID and I lost my taste for three months, and it was it was terrible. I bet I'd lose a ton of weight though if yeah, I didn't right. have. Taste. Everything just tastes the same.
2: Yeah, and you're like, yeah. So did you still try to like? Did you still drink good wine,
1: or did you not? Well, you were like, well, fine, I, I was confused. I wasn't that. sure if I was tasting it or not. And then, and I went to Spain during that time too. Oh yeah. And so
3: that's
0: oh, that's awful. So it's weird, right?
1: And I tasted like, like we were tasting like seventy wines a day and stuff like that. But what I did notice is that I my like I got really good at noticing all the other like structural elements of things like how much alcohol and like I could still notice there it was something was sweet or not, but I couldn't taste any flavors off of it. Gotcha. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Number two, would you rather have the lights on or off if you knew the room was full of snakes? On. <laughs> off. <laughs> I choose like, on. I hate looking at snakes. Do you like snakes? No. No.
2: Okay. But I'm not like, I don't hate snakes either. Oh, okay. Like when I see a snake, it doesn't But it immediately, full. it doesn't immediately induce fear. Okay. But having something crawl on you and not knowing what it was, that I, I agree couldn't with that. do that. I, that, And I know that happens because if you're ever swimming, like in one of the lakes, yeah, and some fish like, uh, like you no, know, but like some seaweed touches your leg. Oh, even that. Or it could be anything, but... Every time something touches my leg, it's either the Loch Ness monster or a shark. Right, it's not. not po- it's not seaweed. <laughs> I can tell you that. But then once I'm able to turn around and see it, then I'm okay.
1: Right, it's that so thing I need where you're like you like shake your legs so hard oh. you throw it out of socket. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, how, did you,
2: how did you die? I swam through the boat, and <laughs> as I was trying to get away from one
1: piece of vegetation, that was the like. That's the thing I hated the most about like tubing is when you were tubing and you'd get flipped and then you just kind of like, lay there, you're out there by yourself and then like something touches yep. your legs and you're like, they're not coming back fast enough. Yep. Right. And but, the panic was cause you couldn't see it. Exactly. Uh, would you rather always hit a red light for the rest of your life or always have the internet slow down after the sun goes down? Slower internet. Yeah. I hate red lights. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, are we,
2: we're assuming the internet's at the speed that it is now, which is fine, because I grew up in a dial-up stage. Right,
1: exactly. So this, this is the wrong is, question. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ask this to someone who's 20 years younger. And never driven. And never <laughs> driven. Always yeah. taking the bus. Right? Yeah. No
2: red lights for me, please.
1: Uh, would you rather find $100 floating in a public toilet or $5 in your pocket?
2: 5 in my pocket. What? I would never do that. Wait, it's $100. a germaphobe. <laughs> not a germaphobe but I just like wash what? it off. Nope. Like even if I lost my phone in a toilet, I'd be like, it's gone. So
3: uh, I've had really? friends who've had to take oh, yeah. their phones out of porta potties.
2: Nope. Whoa. Yeah. Like, there you go. So I'd I, if it, it lost, if I dropped a phone in a porta potty, I would never get it. Even if somebody else dug it out, cleaned it, and give it back to me. I'd be what like, if? Nope.
3: What if that was your only way to get home, and you didn't have any? It's not. Like, you can walk.
2: <laughs> you can walk home.
3: Terry Fox ran across the country. It's not that far. That's topical
1: too, because it's right away. <laughs> That's for today. It's next actually. week. Oh, I thought it was next week. Well, schools are
2: doing it today. Oh, okay Terry Fox run today, but uh yeah i I would never what did I lose? I lost something. oh my uh my tooth. Oh, so I have a crown
3: <laughs> in the toilet and I swallowed it. Oh okay okay. Okay. And so
2: the crown is $1400. Ooh. I never even looked.
3: Yeah. Oh, cuz you mean, had to
1: look through your own shit.
3: Mhm. I'll be honest, I don't think I'd put something in my mouth after it's been in my shit either. <laughs> honest,
1: so. But they could clean it.
3: But uh, so there you're
1: you're
2: like, would you do this for $100 or this for 5? And it was like, that was
1: a $1400 decision and I was like, nope. How much money would it have to be for you to pick it out of the toilet? I don't know. Like if it was like a bunch of diamonds and you're like,
0: Oh, those are I a, have those no are diamonds.
2: So you have a better chance of getting me to dig it out of a toilet because it's at least kind of clean and has water. Porta potty? <laughs> no way. Is like
1: zero. I yeah. agree with you there. No. I'm like, no way. I, I can't
2: I, imagine. I like, I can't imagine what that number would have to be. It would have to be in like six figures before I would start to even consider it. Like if it was a hundred thousand dollars, I would maybe consider. Ooh. I just can't like.
1: Oh, I think maybe it, like, oh man, I would say even maybe at 10 grand, I might go and do that. Cool. Anything under that, I don't think I'd do it for, but.
3: Yeah. I'd do it for five. It'd be five like grand. 10 minutes. Really? I'd do it for five grand. Oh, fifty 50 bucks. 50 bucks. <laughs> okay, Jacob. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> There's always one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jacob's got long arms, though, so maybe you wouldn't have to go all the way in.
1: Um.
3: <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs>
1: Okay, would you rather be four year old four years old for your entire life or 90 years old for your entire life?
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> I think 90. Oh, really? Yep.
3: I've seen some pretty spry 90-year-olds. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen some pretty spry four-year-olds, yeah, too. Yeah, but
3: four-year-olds, you can't, I don't know. Can you talk at four? Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But if you, you can't, have baby legs.
1: You do have baby legs and your head's probably a little too big for your body.
2: Yeah. Y- like, so the, par- the, uh, the appealing part of 90 is the mental capacity.
1: Yeah. But you'd potentially be losing it too.
3: But if you're 90 for your entire life, you you're not getting any.
1: Well, oh, that's bit. fair. I didn't say that, but. There was no, there was nothing fair. around like cognitive
2: disability. I, or I physical think disability.
1: the best part about being four that you wouldn't get when you're 90 is still being able to be picked up. Right. Like if like, like think about that nowadays, if like some giant being just like when you're like, oh man, this is the worst day ever came and just like picked you up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, now I feel better. <laughs> Boy, Can't do that when you're 90. Yeah. I just, I think 90 would be that. Yeah. Um, would you rather give up on cursing forever or give up on ice cream for the next 10 years? No swearing. Ice cream for 10 years. I agree.
3: Yeah. I mean, like, do you have to consciously give it up? Like,
2: yeah. Swearing forever. I, I might change my mind on that one. So I would actually, if I try this occasionally, I will try to like swear less
1: because. Okay.
2: It does a few things. So when you swear, you immediately sound less educated. That's true. Like, like immediately. Yep. And it also, uh, it also changes the environment around you. And what I mean by that is that people then act differently. They either become more comfortable and then you start to see who they really are mm-hmm. maybe, or, or maybe not, or they don't like swearing and then they like clam up and you don't get to see them. Yeah. You don't like, yeah. give two reactions. Right. Yeah. Um, and I do think that like, I do think that less swearing is a little bit better for sure because you know, when you're around kids, everybody does it anyways. Everybody already like changes how much they swear around kids or at schools or in certain business environments. Like if you were in a business meeting trying to sell somebody 18 cases of wine, you'd be like, this is the best effing wine in the whole planet.
1: You know what? I'm going to, it all depends. The wine that I sell, it's pretty easy to sell to hipsters. So,
2: but that's not how you would start. You would go in without swearing Until you got a read on that person. That's true. That's That's true. true.
1: So, like, my view on swearing is that swearing is generally just words and people put too much emotion behind it. So, if it was, like, swearing in in terms of, like, being angry all the time, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't like that. I think that's dumb when people use it that way. Right. Swearing should be fun. That's how I view it. And so, I agree with you. I think like in today's day and age, right? You have to be conscious about where you're going to do it. But if it was like only used for fun, then it wouldn't matter to me. Do you swear around your daughter all the time? I do. We let her swear too. Really? Only in front of us though. And it has to be, they're it gonna, can't be used in anger.
3: Yeah. They're going to do it anyway. You,
1: know? like, like you did. You probably did it when you were a kid. Swear? Yeah.
3: So I, Not boy, in front of
2: your parents. It was only like three years ago that I finally swore in front of my parents.
1: Yeah. Like, and I still really it, like my mom hates it.
2: I have an actual, I have an like an actual physical reaction to my body happens when I swear. And it's like, I get like, I kind of, it feels like I get goosebumps
1: or I feel like, right. But it's only those words, right. It's only like uh-huh. the F word, yep. but, but like, so say another word that has absolutely no meaning, but then think about the meaning that you'd be using right behind a swear. And you'd be okay saying that to your parents probably. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's crazy. (laughs) Kids aren't allowed to swear at school though either because you never know what type of person you're going to be in front of, like you were saying, right? Because it can change the way people view you, which is fine. And then act. And then exactly. And then act. And I think for kids it's even worse. But if you can teach people how to use it properly, because that was, that's the other thing. No one gets taught how to swear. I had to teach my mom how to
2: swear. She used to be awful at it. See, <laughs> she'd like put the she'd put the swear in the wrong part of the sentence. <laughs> that was just like that was just like uh, our daughter. She would, mom, you're getting that wrong exactly. It's and it's so saying. funny. <laughs> so, but then do that as a kid trying to teach your mom, right? Yeah. And then, so I wasn't allowed to say the swear, <laughs> but I had to. I was trying to like teach her where to put it. <laughs> so anyway, she was awful at it. But she. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I don't. That's not a bad anyways.
1: thing. I just think they're just words. Though, so for the
2: most part. I choose. I choose no more swearing.
1: I would give up ice cream because I also think that um, day the year like the tenth year, could you imagine how good ice cream would taste at that point? What if you became
2: completely lactose intolerant and you had it? And it was oh like, man, that would be the worst. Because you're allowed <laughs> to swear, you'd be like, I'm shitting everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I just think like if you took ten years off milk, you like (laughs) that might not be the best
1: move. Um okay, the last one, this is a little dark. Okay. If you were stranded on an island with no food with your dog and your sibling. God, I can't believe I'm gonna read this. (laughs) Would you kill your dog to feed your sibling or let your sibling die of hunger?
2: Um, I'd kill my dog. Yep. Yeah, because they have a shorter lifespan
1: anyways.
3: Yeah.
0: So. Yeah.
1: I agree. It's dark, though.
3: But <laughs> it's what like it is. What if
1: you really didn't like your sibling?
3: If your sibling's dying of hunger, are they really going to survive after you kill the dog anyway? Right. I mean, at least your dog oh. is easier to feed, right? If your sibling's going to die because Whoa. you have to kill your dog... <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. You get like three meals out of that dog. Yeah,
0: right. Depending on how big your dog is. Yeah. Right?
2: So mine's good. He's 80 pounds, so you might yeah. be able to live on him for a few months. And it's like,
1: <laughs> But if your sibling is dying of hunger, your dog could get you food, right, where your yeah. sibling might not be able to.
3: Yeah.
1: And your dog's never going to leave you alone, generally. Yeah. Dog, and Dogs dog is, don't talk back.
3: Yeah, dogs, you're not going to have a, a mutiny and dog, you know? Like,
1: Kyler's yeah. trying to convince everybody okay. to let their siblings die. <laughs> hey,
3: man, I have a brother, and, like, I love him, but, like... You'd let him die. Between my dog and him, if he's not able to get himself food, I mean, he's dead weight. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Now you know where Kyler stands.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. not going on survival. <laughs> right? exactly. He's going to leave you in <laughs> the yeah. dust.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, okay, let's get to our topic today. That's enough of those. <laughs>
2: that's a good one. I always like ending on like hot button. Ones hot like
1: button. Oh, well, then people talk about it. So, <laughs> um, are you like, reading this? Am I reading this? You're reading this. This Tapping is your thing. Okay. What's the topic today? Wait, well,
2: since it's the fall, <gasps> we should talk about cleaning and maintaining your composite decking.
1: I just want to say that's a bad word around here. That's a curse word. It feels like Yeah. What? fall.
2: <laughs> fall is awesome.
1: Fall's the best time of I year. I love fall, personally. I like wearing sweaters. I had a sweater on earlier today, but I wasn't allowed to wear it on camera. A cardigan. Yeah. yeah. I like hot coffees. How do you feel about uh, pumpkin spice? I'm not spice. a pumpkin spice latte guy. That's good.
2: This all would have been over if you were.
3: <laughs> I, tried, I tried one of those from Tim Hortons, their pumpkin spice ice cap. It's kind of weird. It literally just tastes like pumpkin pie in a drink Gross. form. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you like pumpkin pie? No. I think we talked. No, I taught I asked like Shane about pie. this.
2: I don't like pumpkin pie.
3: What do you like instead? Cherry pie.
1: That do is like, not a Thanksgiving pie.
3: Do you like apple crumble at least? Yep.
1: Okay. Apple pie. Do you have apple pie at Thanksgiving? Nope. Cherry pie. You have cherry pie at Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Wow. But. I am like. You
2: didn't uh, let me
3: finish. <laughs> I'm blown away. You didn't let me finish.
2: <laughs> I will eat pumpkin pie one time a year. Just typically around Thanksgiving. But it has to be the pumpkin pie that comes from Costco.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, which is so weird. No, it's not yeah. weird. They do a pumpkin pie.
3: Yeah. They're
2: I don't like any of the other ones. But like that one's got that little layer of gelatin yeah, stuff on right. top, which is obviously the secret sauce. And it makes yep. it all okay.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: But I'll, I'll only eat like one piece. I don't love pumpkin pie.
1: So when I asked Shane this, he said he had to have like whipped cream on it. Like yes. cool whip. Yeah,
2: yeah. I have something. I have to have some... Whipped cream or ice yeah, cream or something. I agree. You know, I can't eat it plain because I don't like it. That's fair. But the cherry pie, like, you can have whatever pie you want whenever you want. You're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you've decided that, che- like, cherry pie is your favorite, it's like birthday cake. You can have
1: birthday cake I, whenever you I want. I agree. I totally agree. You don't have
2: to wait till it's your birthday. It's just, you could be just, like, a random Tuesday that was yeah. kind of crappy, and you go home. Tuesday just cake. Pick up an ice cream cake from Dairy Queen and come home and just, like... Have them write "Happy Birthday" on it, because you're an adult, and they're not going to stop you. They don't ID you when you do it. You just bring it home, set it down, and be like, "I'm having birthday cake today." That would be the and I can best. That would be the best thing if you got ID'd every time you tried to buy a cake. Sorry, I have to ensure that it's your actual birthday. It has to be
1: within a week of your birthday in order for you to buy cake from now on. So, anyways,
2: get yourself as an adult. If you like lemon meringue pie, if that's your favorite pie. Yep. then have it at Thanksgiving because you don't typically have it all of the time. So just have it when on the special When occasion, you like it. When you want
1: it. Yeah. I agree with you.
2: All right. I made a big stink about pies as a kid growing up, and, like, I wouldn't eat any of the other ones. So the reason yeah. we get cherry pie on Thanksgiving <laughs> oh, it's is because, because like, of
0: you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but they also have pumpkin pie, but that's fair. mom makes yeah. sure she makes a, a cherry pie cherry because pie. that's, for me, that's what I want.
3: Yeah, my grandma would do that for me too. I never liked birthday cake as a kid.
2: What? Yeah. When you had birthday cakes, happening as a kid. When you had birthday cakes as a kid, did you did they ever hide money in your cake? No. <gasps> money cakes? No, never. Have you heard of this?
3: No. Well, I've heard of the these one where you put like the. These are the children baby we're dealing it. with now. The what? There's like a like a Mexican thing where you put a baby. Okay. I'll put in a baby, like yep. a little a little plastic baby, and then whoever gets the baby has to like pay for the cake or something. Oh, Oh. it's a negative thing. Yeah. So we were growing (laughs) up, we had
2: money cakes and it was like an angel food cake, but my mom would put like money in it. Uh In wax paper. Mine wasn't. That was before like, Oh, this is before. Oh, I was was in the wax paper (laughs) era generation. Yeah. (laughs) You're slightly younger, but then you would like cut up the cake and that, and it would be quarters and dimes and stuff. And so you'd be like a five-year-old or a six-year-old and you'd get a piece of cake and you'd be eating. And then all of a sudden you get money and you're like, Oh, I
3: got money. So, I feel like that would lead to a lot of swallowed dimes or something. It probably did.
2: But yeah. But oh, that's everyone, likely yeah. why they wrapped it in wax paper so it was easier to dig out. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting.
0: Oh. Interesting.
1: When you bit it, it didn't hurt as much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you're on your baby teeth, so they're all coming out anyway. So. Uh, cleaning and maintaining your deck for the fall. So this is like, this is like we're talking about composite decking or composite we're decking. We're talking about composite decking. Um, wood and staining and all that stuff. Like you know, a quick brief about that is that you probably should stain your deck in the fall. If you have a wood deck or a, uh,
1: some sort of cedar, hardwood, yep. softwood, wood, wood deck came from a tree because it sets that deck up for a really,
2: like it's really protected going into the most harsh elements of the year, right? Winter is the worst. It's like coldest and there's like a freeze thaw cycle two times that it's going to go through. And
1: so at the beginning of the, so it. At the beginning of its life when it's oiled, that is the like time when it's the strongest. It's has most, the most protected. Just most protected. Okay. When it's and so, I was wasn't sure if it needed to be. Yeah, some and time. then so
2: probably redoing that in the fall, going into the fall is the best. For okay. composite. I'm guilty of saying it's a maintenance free
1: product. It's not. It
2: supposedly. is supposedly. Yeah, I argue that it's still maintenance free because washing isn't maintenance. That's just part of care. That's just what it
1: It's just maintaining.
2: Yeah. So some things to watch for in the winter time. You want to avoid standing water on your composite deck. Yep. And I think that that's a really, really obvious thing to us because we deal with this all the time. But I would say a lot of people don't think of that immediately because they there's a plastic cap on there. And so what happens is people are like, oh, it has a plastic cap. It can't be hurt. But standing water on anything hurts it. Yeah. water always wins, right? Water always wins. It erodes rocks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It changes <laughs> the landscape of the earth. So, so water wins. So get it off the deck because even though you have a a protective layer of plastic on there, it's going to uh, either weaken that or freeze and thaw on mm-hmm. it, and so
1: and not good. and it is it is it. This is just a question for me. Is it also like uh Like, showing that maybe you need to re-level your deck. It could be it.
2: Typically, with a composite deck, you have a space in between each board, and so it should roll off the edge. What it might tell you is that you have, like, cupped deck boards, which is unfortunate, but that does happen occasionally. Yeah. So, yeah, just try and, like, squeegee it off. That's. I'm not saying, like, you have to take your leaf blower and dry the whole deck off, just, like... If there's, Air a, blow your deck. Yeah, if there's like a pool of water in the one deck board, take a broom or a squeegee and get it off of there. Get it off. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then if you wanted to like some things that you could do in the fall to prepare for that would be to like maybe redirect your downspouts or, you know, if you had certain pots and stuff that were going to, you know, catch snow as it went onto your deck mm-hmm. or catch leaves and water, uh, move those pots around so just kind of like prep the area get it ready
1: yeah would it be would it be good to like tarp your deck no
3: if you're not going to use it no. i wouldn't okay
2: yeah I, like
3: that would trap moisture right
2: it would yeah but also like it, it's designed to hold up to some of the elements right mm. it's, it's meant to deck. be outside it's meant to be outside <laughs> right so you don't have to change it and pr- like basically put it inside you just have to keep some stuff off of it that's fair good um ventilate the underside of your deck is also ventilating the underside of your deck is also really good like that's a a great plan so if you have kind of half enclosed it all year uh you're about to again you're about to get ready for some snow and a a wet spring so to have that area kind of open so you can have some airflow go through there probably not so much for fall and winter but more so that When it starts to get damp in the spring, you don't have to then be kind of in the snow and in the mud Mm -hmm. getting it ready, right? Yeah.
1: So prep that area. Especially because that seems to be more prevalent nowadays is like people finishing off their decks. I would say like Uh 15 years ago.
0: Uh,
2: People were trying lattice, like they would still do stuff, but lattice never affected airflow, right? That was always good. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Deck all mesh is good. Backyard
2: living has certainly changed how people deal with that.
1: That's how, yeah. Because, my, like, my deck's not enclosed in the bottom. You should watch a YouTube video about how to do that. Yeah, well. Could happen. I've seen it done. I've just never done it. Well.
3: get <laughs> don't Let's That's terrible. Uh, awkward. <laughs> uh, I'm just one of those so guys. So you're refusing
2: that, to buy stuff from us because... I just... I,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I don't want to do the work. Yeah, exactly. Um... Minimize the mulch around your deck. So mulch is just like a moisture holder.
1: Hmm. Organic mulch, right? Like wood and...
2: Right. So that type of mulch, like wood, leaves,
1: eh. Eh. It just holds moisture. So that's not ideal. Does it... And it like decomposes and can stain your deck. That kind of thing too, I assume.
2: Yeah, it could probably stain like... Some of the deck boards, if you had deck boards kind of running into the ground, mm-hmm. so even just pulling that mulch back away from those boards would be a good. That's probably a good practice. Good practice.
1: Um, yeah. What about the like end cut stuff too? Would that stuff, like, because like for deck boards, like we, I just saw this was that accent end cut stuff.
2: Yeah, that's bingo new. Dabber. That stuff. It's
1: a bingo dabber, right? Yep. I would never have thought to color coat my like you know cover up the ends of the cuts for deck boards necessarily yeah if you don't have a picture frame deck i guess yep but would that does that add protection too
2: um like i don't know that you could say that it scientifically does but of course it does you've you've painted the end so you've added At a layer, layer of protection yeah i don't know how porous that paint is when it goes on yeah so there might be some sort of penetration that like, moisture can, m- can get through there, but uh, it's certainly more protected with it on than not.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Kind of like that stuff that you put on the end of treated boards too, right? Except it doesn't penetrate as much, potentially. Right,
2: and so I would say that this paint, this a- Annex?
1: Accent. Accent? A-X-X.
2: A- a- yeah. So I would say that the accent paint does not penetrate, like, the, the treatment stuff that we right. carry. That's different. That, like, that soaks into the board. Gets and it, in there. It definitely protects. yeah Yeah, so the the painted ends would be that'd be pretty good like what it won't do
1: is it won't hurt would you would you do that so that like that was one question i had about that product too would you do that even if you were like picture framing your like putting a picture frame around like would you do it like you would do like you because you would end cut it so i wouldn't
2: put that on
1: if it was going to be a cut that was not visible like if you're
2: say you're doing a Uh, Three sided picture frame And you were going to miter And the one cut end Like the blunt square cut end Was going to end up Against the house And then the miter on the other I would not paint the end That was against house Okay Personally Some people might do that But if it was visible Then I would paint it I think it's a cosmetic
1: Mm -hmm. okay Solution I don't think it's structural Okay So Questions I've had Yep Well
2: that happens When you think You know
1: Oh Okay What's next how else do i maintain my
2: woven dick <laughs> woven <laughs> rugs so i think this is a good practice all the time
1: with composite decking or composite
2: decking i don't think that you should do rubber back rugs of any kind yeah i had never
1: thought about this until i read it
2: <laughs> so it has a there's a couple things that can happen so sometimes uh if you have the wrong rubber back it can actually react with the other rubber that's there yeah or the other like the um yeah, the composite cap or the PVC cap—it's like it's a plastic, right? And so much like metals, if you put two metals together, the aluminum and steel, they don't react properly, right? And so similarly with two different types of plastic, you can mm-hmm. put those together, and they don't. Sometimes they don't react well with mm-hmm. each other. So, any kind of rug that has a, a rubber back or a plastic back is a bad idea. And then, especially going into winter. Yep. If you're going to do that, then you have this possibility of trapping moisture between those two layers and then freeze-thaw, freeze-thaw, freeze-thaw. So that's... Uh,
1: and you wreck your Added
2: rug. pressure. Well, it's added pressure on the deck, and you probably wreck the rug. And yeah. Maybe they So uh, you're just better off to have a woven rug. Woven rug. And they'll be on sale in the fall. Oh, yeah. They're easy. You know, so...
1: I think we have some. Do we? Yeah, we do. Okay. I think we have a woven rug.
2: Like you personally? No, I meant here. The, ultimate, at deck the shop. ultimate Deck
1: Shop. Where? Downstairs. We have a bunch of rugs. We sell these things? We sell rugs. No. Yeah.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm telling you. Ever since this whole like Shane does the purchasing thing,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you thought um, we
2: only sold decks. Correct. So that like recently I had that conversation with that Accent Paint. I was in Calgary. I was in Calgary, and one of the, I was at board meetings, and one of the guys at the board meeting was like, you got to try this paint. And I was like, oh, that's so fantastic. And I like, he sent me the link, and I sent it to Shane, and was like, you got to try this. And Shane's like, yeah, we got some on the floor.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so then I said to Joel, I was Two like, turns out we, we already have it, so <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah Jane, uh, Shane thought it was a great idea, too.
1: So. Apparently he didn't let you know. Didn't matter. It didn't matter. Nope. <laughs> I didn't know about it either until I saw the video about it, and I was like. That's pretty cool stuff. It's like to Fraser's point, the
2: communication is poor in here. We need to tell each other <laughs> stuff. And it's like things are coming in, nobody knows what's <laughs> in. <Exactly. laughs> it's like you're supposed to be promoting it, you don't even know we have. Yeah, exactly. It. Woven rugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But
1: oh well. Mm, mm, mm. Um, is there more? Is yeah. there more to maintaining my deck than woven rugs? Well, there's
2: a little bit more.
1: <laughs>
2: um, so like one of the things that probably happens in the, so in the summertime. With just regular maintenance, you'll want to make sure that you've swept off like gravel and rocks. So mm. This stuff gets tracked on, uh, and again, it's a little bit structural and it's a little bit cosmetic. If you bring too many rocks onto the deck, you'll scratch it up. Yep. and it's like, well, that's cosmetic, but right. if like one of those rocks gets underneath a chair into the plastic of the leg, and then it rubs back and forth, and back and forth, and then you end up scratching through the surface, now that's become structural, right? Because oh, you've wrecked the moisture the cap. can get in. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so a little bit structural, a little bit cosmetic, but you should sweep off all the rocks and et cetera. That's yeah. a good thing to do in the fall. Then the idea of prepping for winter is that in the winter time, it, you are allowed to use ice melt on a composite deck.
1: Oh, you can just use right. the normal concrete driveway. Yeah. Ice melt. It's supposed to be or calcium there nitrate one? in it,
2: right? That's, and so yeah, as long that's as it has- that's
1: good for your dogs anyway. So. Yeah.
2: so as long as it's the calcium nitrate stuff, you'll be fine. But you shouldn't just leave it on the deck. Like, throw it on, let it kind of break the ice up, and then sweep it off. Yeah. And so, much like rocks and gravel, don't let it just stay on the deck. Like, get it off the deck. So, right. Okay. Uh, so, that's good to, you know, like, sweep all the rocks off. and Probably and don't use a shovel. Yeah, you're not going to want to use a steel shovel or a steel-bladed shovel, but plastic shovels
1: are fine. Okay. You you're know? not going to damage. It's you per- just don't want to deck. You don't want to wreck it. You don't want to scratch your deck. Like an investment, you know? Yeah. You want to keep that deck looking good. That's
2: right.
3: got to protect your deck investment. Your deck investment.
2: Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. The other thing that happens, so once fall has happened and all the leaves have dropped to the ground, some of these will end up on the deck and then they end up in the spaces between the deck boards. Mm -hmm. You should clean that out. You should like take those leaves out of there that's an awful job it's super boring and nobody wants to do that but if you leave them in there and then the snow melts and thaws and freezes and thaws and freezes and thaws uh it's going to affect the side of your deck board because all of these deck boards are grooved they're like
3: oh and so that didn't even think about will that will
2: fill up in that area to like swell and then contract and it'll start to like it's possible that it'll break that f- the bond with the fastener Cause it lands on top of the joist. Right. So if you imagine your joist running this way, and the boards are like the yep. joist is running north and south and the boards are running east, east and, and west east. and that leaf lands on top of the joist in between the boards, gets wet and then fills up, it like freezes and swells and it yep. like puts pressure on that deck board and that fastener and it can pop that fastener out of there.
1: Mm-hmm. So. It could it loo- it could just loosen your deck boards as it is. Sure,
2: it could just loosen right? them too. It might not have. It wouldn't be as extreme as breaking them apart, probably. But, but then
1: you might get a squeaky deck. Uh huh. So,
2: anyways, if you can keep that <sighs> material out of the the cracks of the deck board, that's good.
1: Taking that one home with me today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just like I didn't even think about the groove in between the board because the groove in it, in and of itself isn't a sealed either. They don't seal. They don't put the depends the plastic. which
2: board. It yeah depends which okay. company it is, but. The majority of them are not. Right. So TimberTech does.
1: TimberTech does. all the other guys are not. It's just routered after the fact, generally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Now you know. Now you know more. Yeah.
2: And some of them, like if you're using those ones that have a wood plastic composite core,
1: UPC core,
2: those ones always are a little more susceptible to all this moisture problem that we talk about.
1: Because it's got
2: organic material in it. Right. Because then, say you get a bunch of moisture in there and then... Starts to get warm, and you haven't done a really good job of getting all the leaves out of there. Then it can start to grow mold and mildew, and now all of a sudden your deck is like moldy, and mm-hmm. and that's a consequence of some organic content in the board and also your your lack of maintenance. So, but a decorator's one won't ever get the mold or maintenance, like the mold or mildew, because okay. it's, or a PVC one won't get mold or mildew because there's no organic content in it.
1: Right? Does a PVC board swell? Like, could it swell? Whereas like a, a WPC <laughs> might be able to because of the organic content. Right. Yeah. So that
2: the, what we're talking about happening is the, the pressure from the moisture actually forcing the board to change shape because the leaf, oh. like the wet leaf is going to become bigger.
1: Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the organic material inside the board. Right. That's later. Wet. That's later. If <laughs> you leave too much moisture against it, it,
0: gets in there, then it will. Okay.
1: Right. Um,
2: but so this initial problem or initial like uh, possible problem, yeah, is it's not necessarily very likely to oh, happen. No, it's pretty yeah. like pretty low likelihood actually. Yeah, um, but that's the suscept- like both of them are susceptible to that. Mm-hmm. Then the mold and mildew part that shows up is only WPC. Okay, PVC and mineral base MBC will not. Right. Yeah.
3: So does snow affect mineral based as much as it does like do you have to worry about snow even? Because mineral based is used for like wet situations, right? Like people use it for dots and stuff.
2: Correct. Um no like yes and no. No it's still
3: on a wood frame, right? Correct.
2: Yeah. It's not going to like the board itself will be fine with the moisture of it. Mm-hmm. And the board itself will be fine because of expansion and contraction. It doesn't move nearly as much as. PVC or W WPC, but you do still have to worry about having moisture getting in between the board and the and the frame. frame. Mm. That can change, gotcha. and that's whether it's steel frame or wood frame. It makes no difference. Right. It's the expansion of that moisture that causes some problems.
1: Right, a little drop of water can create a crack in concrete. So correct, yeah. So yeah, you Watch out for that. Yeah. Watch out for moisture. So you'd nobody likes moisture
3: recommend that we do mineral based composite probably and like the places that get a winter essentially like no i don't
2: think it doesn't matter nope really. i don't think it matters i think you're i think what's most important is just making sure that any of the spots that like i've talked about if there's any of the spots that look like they could trap and hold moisture mm-hmm. then make sure you get that out of there somehow right yeah. and then also the stone like Stones and rocks. They're mm-hmm. bad for. They're bad for both.
1: Bad for your deck.
2: Moisture is bad for both, and the stones and rocks are bad for both. Mm-hmm. And so, yep. different ways to treat that. Yeah. Um. I think that was it. Mm, nope. It says scrub grease. <laughs>
1: There's one more. On but that's that. an everyday
2: thing, yeah. right? right? That's not a. I don't believe that that's a prep it for winter kind of thing.
1: That's yeah. just a. Most degreasers also work. Yeah. To get rid of that stuff. Depending on
2: what the cap is, right? So Gotta be if careful. there is a cap, if there's a cap, fine. Degreaser yeah. will be good. If there's no cap, maybe, just leave, maybe just leave it. Then you're screwed? Maybe just leave it. Well, yeah, because you might be better off to just put grease on the whole deck. Just grease.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oil your deck. Well. Take you your burger grease. Put it on a paintbrush. Yeah, exactly. Now you got to RC like it deck. It sounds
2: totally ridiculous, right? But yeah. if you think about it, it's probably better for it, actually, because yeah. you've treated it. You've stained it. Pfft, and
3: what? so, like, like, what really, is going on really really expensive way to oil your deck yeah degrees.
2: <laughs> yeah i think there was a, a company that used to make a stain for composite decking before they used to be like here you can just put this on your composite deck and really? essentially it's just oil because what would happen is people would buy these decks and then it would fade and there was because there was no cap on it and so the products all faded and has changed colors mm. but much like when you wash a faded vehicle, you like put water on it, and then it it would be brighter and shinier. And was oh, that's right. Just so so good. You just so then they were just oiling their whole deck, and then people yeah. were like, "Well, I bought this composite, and I thought it was supposed to be maintenance free." And it was like, "Well, I just gave you a solution to get it back to a more vibrant color, like what you wanted." Yeah, you don't have to do this. It's, right,
1: it's not gonna hurt it or.
2: But if you do have a deck that's an uncapped composite, and you spill grease on it, I've heard this a hundred times. It's like, well, it's really bright, and I like that like the rest of my deck is so matte and unfinished and i don't like (laughs) how do i fix that i want to take that shiny part away because it makes the rest of it look bad so i want that spot to look bad too and people look at me like i have three heads when i'm like well just oil the whole deck go the other way (laughs) because you you can't get rid of that That that's not possible right so anyways uh, I'm 0 for 100 on people oiling their deck. Right, exactly. I'm going to keep trying. Just cook
1: the goose without taking the fat out and then just throw it on the deck. Right. <laughs> or buy Q deck. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was just like, you know, use the same thing. <laughs> Could you
2: imagine? You like smear food grease all over your place? place. How any
3: flies? Straight dogs, fries. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. If now I like, got
1: this dog
2: problem. Yeah. <laughs> if you live in an area where there's bears, but it was like every day you walk out, there'd be bears licking your deck. <laughs>
3: it's like, get.
1: Anyways, then yeah. you could shoot it. Then
2: see.
3: Yeah, and then it's like it's a, yeah, it's a circle
1: of life. Tricked, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and bear
2: grease is actually a really, really good grease. It would go a long ways. <laughs> we might be on something here, see, actually. Yeah, The circle you talking of about? life really could actually be a
1: thing. <laughs> we'll just like bait a bunch of bears with like an old deck that's been greased up i might try that would that be the video i might try out.
2: that next spring actually like drag out a seven by seven deck area and just like it's set it, it in it the it forest
1: yeah, exactly oil it with bear grease put your black. trail cam on it yeah put that on youtube oh my okay is there any other maintenance uh, tips that that's you got
2: all that i had
1: that's all that i know too I read about it. Three o'clock? Like it's pretty just, close.
2: It's like yeah, Okay, it's like yeah, a, I'm done too. Yeah, that's it. Wrap it up.
1: Yeah, I think it's good though. Oh. I think that's good. Are anything you else you want to say?
2: You're looking forward to the winter?
1: I am looking forward to the... Wow, well, no. I'm looking forward to Christmas. Looking like every year. Halloween. I like Christmas. So... Christmas. Up until Christmas, Ooh. I like winter. After Christmas, I hate winter. Well, that's because january and february are awful yeah welcome it's to awful. saskatchewan it's, cold here. it's awfully cold here right exactly and fall is the same way for me because like fall is nice up until all the leaves fall off the tree mm-hmm. and they do that like immediately yeah yeah one shot everything falls well,
2: they with turn all,
3: with all the wind you get here i mean oh it yeah very much
1: yeah they turn color for one weekend and yeah. then it's just like, cool and, like and then it's like all on your yard now you got to deal with it yep
2: I think I might go out to the Wascana Trails this weekend.
1: Yeah. Wascana Trails are nice. White Butte Trails are nice out here too. Yeah, White Butte's like, nice for taking
3: dogs. Yeah. Take I like the White Butte
1: ones there. quite a bit because it's more like trees. Like you're walking in between right. rows of trees more often. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm not taking my dog. Mm. <laughs> He's so out of control, man. Yeah. The only way I could take him is if we went for like a 20 mile run first. Yeah. Then I could take him. Yeah. Is he a good hunting dog though? uh yet like not yet he isn't he's, he's getting there so far he's not i haven't been i haven't been bird hunting with him in a while it's a that season is open again october 1st is when pheasants start so i'll try sometime <laughs> in october funny. there you go i nice. that you
3: mentioned that when i went to white butte there was like a bunch of like prairie chickens that yeah. were yeah like yeah. in the grass so we yeah. have a, a german shepherd border collie mix oh and yes. i have a pit bull okay and so the the shepherd coal just like honed in immediately on the birds. And then my pit bull was just like da, 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 da. Yeah, lofting around. Yeah. Funny.
2: I saw a meme earlier today that said pit bulls are uh, land sea lions. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. they like look like. Little like. Little they do a bunch of all seals. these pictures of sea lions <laughs> and they're like the same face. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's exactly. Funny. Have you ever seen like the prairie chickens, like when they have a nest nearby and they do that like, I'm dying, thing uh, that's to a pull you away.
2: That's a kill deer that does is that. that. Is? is that what mm-hmm. it
1: is? I didn't know the difference before. My
3: mothers do that too, I thought, don't they? For it's like a kill
2: deer does yeah. that.
1: So, what's the kill deer is just another bird. Yep. It's like a white one with oh, okay. a red or a brown wing. Yeah, yeah. And they just. Are like, you
2: saying that like a prairie chicken does that? I've a seen a prairie, I've seen I've seen a prairie
1: chicken do it then. Like, because they're not, it wasn't white. It was just like all gray. All gray. That's a,
2: likely a partridge. Uh, yeah. We likely around town, you won't partridges. see a ton of. Prairie, prairie chickens—they're chickens. too big. They're like—they're
1: bigger. They're bird. bigger, yeah.
2: But a, like a partridge. A there's, yeah, there's lots of partridges around town. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, there's been a bunch of bald eagles out at my farm too. Like they're the best. Three of them. Nice, just in a tree.
2: So I didn't know that partridges did that. I've never seen that.
1: Yeah, I've seen lots, lots of them do that. When I was surveying, all the time you'd be walking through the walking yeah, like, through the bush, and there'd be just one, just being down. like. Yeah. <laughs> And be like, I'm not going anywhere near your. Like, I'm not trying to kill you, man. <laughs> right. But they're like, you could because I'm
2: so injured
0: <laughs> yeah, if you wanted exactly. to.
1: If you wanted to. I'm the one. <laughs> Severely depressed yeah,
2: exactly.
0: cartridges. <laughs> and
1: then you get up to it and it's like,
0: ah. <laughs> 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 yep.
1: But you don't know where my nest is. And I was like, yeah, I do, you idiot. It's over there. <laughs> oh, I, watched I watched you walk away that's from that's
2: it. <laughs> okay, that's it. Okay, that's it. That's all I got.
1: Shut her down, guys. See you next week. It's been a Hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.